0: Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So tonight is part three in a short series that I started on overwhelm. Over the last couple of days, we have been going through some of the signs and indicators that you may, in fact be overwhelmed. And as I go through these yes or no questions, I have been offering you things to consider and maybe things to try to help eventually shift out of overwhelm. Okay, so here are tonight's questions. Do you feel like you can't find time to spend with your friends? Okay, here's the thing. Being on social media is not spending time with your friends. Right. We as a society have gotten used to thinking that that means we're connecting and that is not enough. We need to be in person with peers who we feel seen and heard and accepted by. Okay, Someone that you get to go and spend time with. And when you leave, you feel a little more joyful and a little less alone. That's what qualifies as spending time with friends. It's tempting when you have a lot on your plate to tell yourself that, you know, that's kind of an indulgence. I don't really have time to see my friends. But I am going to tell you that connection with other human beings, I encourage you to put that on the top of your priority list because you will get so much out of it. And it is just so important. We're all hardwired to connect. Okay, here's the next question. Do you feel stressed about things going on in the world? Okay, brace yourself. I'm not telling you to bury your head in the sand. But if you notice that you are becoming more overwhelmed after you check the news feed on your phone or after you sit your ass on the couch watching Fox TV or whatever it is you're watching, take a break from it and see what you notice. And I am not saying that you shouldn't care about what is going on in the world but too often we put ourselves in positions to be inundated by so much negativity and so much um oh god just not oppressive but just too much that's what it is it's just and too much the flow is too much and you can't possibly help with every single cause you hear that's why it's so important to know what really matters most to you so you can go all in on that thing and also trust that there are other really amazing humans out there whose one thing might be the thing that you're very upset about that's going on in the world that you can't do something about. Okay, it's just food for thought. Next question. Do you people please or lie to others? I think the reason this question is included in this list of, you know, how to know if you're overwhelmed is oftentimes we end up overwhelmed because we've overcommitted ourselves. Um, In fact, over-obligated ourselves, I would rather say. And we have said yes when we mean no. And if you say yes when you want to say no, you are lying. And basically what that means is you, on some level, feel like it is not safe for you to tell the truth to another person about what you're capable of doing or, this is the hard one, about what you are willing to do, okay? So just really be honest with yourself if that's something you're in the habit of doing. Do you rescue others or anticipate what they need? Okay, if you are rescuing others, you are getting the benefit from getting to feel good about yourself that you are helping out another person. But here's what's interesting. Rescuers often swoop in to help without being invited or without being asked. And if you are in the habit of doing this, especially if you are in the habit of anticipating and assuming the needs of others, it is very likely to avoid some of the things in your own life that you should be working on. Okay, I'm just going to bring that to your attention. Here is the other thing. It's different with kids, right? As parents and caregivers, we do anticipate and assume many of our children's, you know, physical, emotional, emotional, mental needs, right? We pack the diaper bag because we know that if we're out for this amount of time, we're going to need diapers to change the clothes. We're going to need the bottle, the pacifier, the whatever, right? But when you are dealing with adults, it is not your job to anticipate the needs of another human adult. We are all responsible for figuring out what we need and want and asking for it from another human. Okay. Don't be mistaken on that front. It is never another person's job to just know. It just isn't. Okay. And that's kind of being a little passive aggressive too. So let's knock that off. Right. We've all got to learn how to do that. Right. Myself included. Anything that I am telling you that, especially with a, you know, a a pissy voice that I strongly encourage you to either stop or start doing, please know that I get all riled up about it because I'm either working on that myself or I have worked on that myself. So it's not like I'm over here thinking I'm all that and I'm all righteous and I'm doing it right and you're doing it wrong. It's never about that, but having experienced it myself and knowing what it's cost me, I don't. Want well, that same thing for you, okay? Alrighty. Next question: Do you lack enough alone or quiet time? Space alone, guys, is so very important. And if you are always with others, or if there's always noise coming at you, you are not going to be able to think clearly, to decide what you intentionally want to prioritize, and it is a recipe for ending up in overwhelm. We need time alone. We need time with quiet, which is why it is so beneficial to get your ass outside. Even if you go to a park and you sit on a bench for five minutes, that five minutes will be deeply impactful. Okay, next question. Do you feel stuck? in bad habits. Okay? Here's what I'm going to say about bad habits, right? Bad, you know, this is this is what I mean when I say bad habits. I mean patterns of how you're thinking, how you're feeling, how you're acting or not acting that are temporary how do I put it? That rescue you temporarily in the moment but don't serve you Long term, in fact, long term, they cost you. It things like procrastinating, over scheduling, over drinking, over eating, over thinking, over committing, over scrolling. Right, I could go on and on. Overspending. I don't know if I said that one. On and on and on. Okay, you aren't bad for engaging in these patterns of thoughts and emotions and actions but bad in the sense that they aren't giving you the outcome long-term that you really need. And here's the other thing I'm going to tell you. You are going to be very tempted if you are in fact overwhelmed to turn to your quote-unquote bad habits. Because again, they are successful in immediately helping you escape what's going on. And overwhelm feels so awful that of course we want to escape of course, why wouldn't we? Pour the vat of wine, bring it on, right? Pop open the Ben and Jerry's. It's going to give you the immediate escape, but it's not going to last and you're going to create more long-term problems in the process. So just notice that your habits are things right now you may be defaulting to because you are so tired of feeling overwhelmed. And I get you and I, I feel you, my friend. Okay, next question today. Do you feel hopeless in regard to starting new habits? Here's the thing. I've said this several times on the podcast. I believe this wholeheartedly. When you have tried on your own to change something that is costing you long term, and you are not making any progress according to you, whether it's something professionally or something personally, that is the time to reach out for help. Right, whether it's to a coach like myself, whether it's to a counselor, to a mentor, to a friend, to a coworker, that is the time to reach out for help because we are meant as humans to make continuous progress. And if we stop making progress, it's we become stagnant, right? Very, very quickly. And that absolutely will lead to even more overwhelm. Okay. So reach out for help if you have stopped making progress. Next question, do you feel terrified to make decisions? Okay, here's the thing with decision-making, and I know you've heard me say this before. We're not taught how to make decisions, right? Our brains are phenomenally powerful. They store information, they um, consider information, they process. There's so many amazing things that our brains do. However, our decisions are meant to be made in our body. And if you don't know what a yes, hell yes decision feels like in your body, or what a, eh, yeah, I don't think so, or maybe, or a no, oh hell no, You may be in the habit of saying yes when you mean no. And if something is not a hell yes, it's a no. And it might be a not yet. And that's okay. I've had that happen before where I'm like, nope, that's a no. That's a, I'm not doing it. And then it turns into a not yet. And then eventually it turns into a hell yes. But I know what that feels like in my body. So I don't confuse them. So if you are afraid to make decisions, it could be that you don't have the the evidence that you make decisions that benefit you long-term, right? And so you need help building evidence that that is actually something you can do. That's something to reach out for help regarding. It may also be that you don't feel self-confident when it comes to decision-making. And part of decision-making, it's not about making perfect choices. It's about making a decision, liking your reasons, And then taking full responsibility for not just the the decision, but also the results that you create. And if you don't get the results that you like, you make a different decision. But being willing to stay in the discomfort of that process, it's hard, guys. It's really, really hard. And so no wonder we get afraid to make decisions. But once someone teaches you how to make decisions in your body, I promise you decisions are going to become so much easier. In fact, here's what happens. The decisions are not hard anymore. Communicating your decision to another human being is very challenging because that's where we start to tip into people-pleasing or that's where we try to assume what the other person is going to think or feel about us, right? So it really isn't the decision-making long-term that is difficult. It's the letting other people know, that this is the decision you've made and you made it on your own, okay? So that is a skill I would encourage you to learn how to do because it will be such a game changer in your life. Okay, two more questions for tonight. Do you judge your physical appearance? Okay, we're humans with a human brain. It is very likely that You have parts of your physical appearance that you might be in the habit of judging. And here's what I'm going to tell you. It is very likely because you are comparing your appearance, your body, to someone else's. So first things first. A couple of my recommendations. You'll either take them or you won't, but I'm going to throw them your way for you to consider. On social media, I don't follow influencers who are like, okay, let me backtrack. If I want information on, let's say, fashion or aging gracefully or fitness or whatever it may be, I only follow women my age or older. And that's not because I'm ageist and I think people who are younger than me don't have something to offer. I I learn from people younger than me all the time. But here's what I'm very careful about. I do not want to get in a habit of comparing my physical strength, my health, my appearance, any of it, to someone who is decades younger than me because I'm always going to come up lacking, right? And it's not realistic. It's not reasonable. So I just don't do that. The other suggestion I've given before, and I'll give it to you again, if you find yourself feeling worse about your physical appearance every time you go on social media, take a break from social media. Take a break from whatever it is that is causing you to be even more critical of your physical appearance, okay? I just really want to encourage you to try that. Last question for tonight. Do you need more sleep, okay? If you are tired throughout the day and you're always yawning and you don't have a lot of energy and you're always reaching for sugar and carbs, I'm going to bet money on the fact that you are not getting enough sleep. Okay, here's what gets tricky. I have friends who are night owls, quite a few of them, in fact, and especially when their children were younger, the only time they would have time to themselves was late at night. And so they would get in a habit of finally getting the kids to bed and praying to God. Their husband would like finally get his ass to bed so that the house would be quiet and they'd finally get time to themselves. And sometimes they were so craving that alone time that they would end up staying up to like 12 or 1 in the morning. Well, here's the problem. If you don't have to get up the next day and you can sleep in, great, do it. But if you have to get up with young children or at a certain time to go to work and you aren't getting enough sleep, that is problematic. And I think when we're younger, we feel like we can argue with how much sleep we need. And I'm going to tell you that it needs to become one of your non-negotiables. You must have adequate rest. We can't function at our best if we are tired or if we are sleep deprived. And I'm also going to tell you that if you happen to be someone who is trying to lose weight, and again, Make sure you like your reasons. Don't lose weight because someone else told you you have to lose weight. Ditch the person who told you that. But if you want to lose weight and it's for yourself and you're struggling to do so, take a look at your sleep patterns. Because when we don't sleep enough, it throws off our hormones. And if we have our hormones thrown off, we very likely will think we're hungry when we're not. Okay, so take a look at that. All right, my friends, tomorrow I will be back with more. I am so grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day. Bye. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call